1: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer NSA 3120.
2: Welcome to your Thursday edition of Collider Movie Talk. First up on the lineup today, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss scored a big, big deal over at Netflix. But brace yourself for story number two today. We have another update on Movie Pass and You will not believe some of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes at that company. I cannot wait to get to that story. But first, I have the honor of introducing my panelists. As always, on a Thursday, you're getting some Jay Washington. But then we've also got Jim Vevita making his movie talk debut. I'm so excited about this. Thank you.
3: I know. It's been a, a, a long time coming. We've tried to do it a few times. Scheduling never worked out. So I hope I live up to the hype, to the promise of everything and I feel that I like don't you disappoint. are
2: guaranteed to live up to the hype just because you already have by wearing that T-shirt.
3: Yes, I am wearing a John Wick shirt. It says, I love... I love you like John Wick loves his dolls. dolls. I
2: feel like everybody needs to be wearing that T-shirt. I
3: I just, you know, it's an instant conversation starter. My barista this morning commented (laughs) on it. TSA guys have commented on it. It's perfect.
2: I'm all for it. All right, guys, moving into story number one today. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have found their new permanent home over at Netflix to the tune of a massive nine-figure overall deal. Deadline is reporting that both Amazon and Disney were close to locking down the duo, but Netflix eventually won out as the place Benioff and Whites will write, produce, and direct new series and films. So first thing that crosses my mind here, especially after Disney just unveiled their bundle pack price, and uh, it looks to me like a big threat to Netflix, is do you think Netflix aligning themselves with these two could maybe change the game and work things in their favor a little more?
4: Possibly. You know, they're they're definitely trying to catch up. Because so, once Disney Plus said 12.99, dollars after they just hiked their rates up, that changed everything. To give Benioff and Weiss that deal, like I was talking about on Collider Live earlier, that means they gave them creative control. Because Mar- they're in a they're in the Disney universe. They're going to have to do certain things that they want them to do. They said when they were talking to the officials at Netflix, they bonded on so many different things. So they know that these officials will allow them to put their vision out what they want. And plus, Netflix just backed the truck up nine figure deal. They gave Ava, uh, Shonda Rhimes that. They gave Kinga Barris that. Where are they getting all this money yeah. from when they say they operate at a loss? But it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see because they have to be working on three Star Wars films. They're doing their own trilogy. So when does the deal kick in? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're working on three Star Wars films and then you have an overall deal for five years for like 300 million, I think is the minimum we heard. So it's like, when do you start on those projects? That's just, I just, but Netflix was like, yo, come here because it, it benefits them.
2: The creative control thing is actually interesting, and it's something that I wasn't thinking of before because it's not detailed whether or not they yeah. get that or they don't in any of these reports. But when you do think about it from a creative perspective, over at Disney, all we really talk about at Disney is franchises yeah. and remakes whereas Netflix were always applauding their original properties so it does make sense if they are already up to their eyeballs in Star Wars that they wouldn't necessarily want to stay at a company that would like that likely hand them more franchise opportunities well
3: yeah and also let, let's say Netflix they like their creativity and all that but if they gave them another say stranger things level kind of franchise mm-hmm. I don't think they'd scoff at that. I mean, they gave Ryan Murphy a ton of money, too. I mean, that seems to be, like, their game plan thing. I don't think it's going to, like, do much damage to the Disney Plus kind of deal of it all because your people are signing up for that for very specific content. And um, I think they're going to be fine. I just kind of—the bundle thing is interesting, but it's like, I already have Hulu. I don't really want... What happens to my existing account? I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Oh,
2: I have a million and one questions. The thing that I keep thinking about, though, with that bundle is just how much you're actually getting for your money. And when it comes to Netflix, I've been a very satisfied customer ever since I joined up a whole while back at this point, but... Well, I think what they need to combat Disney Plus at this point is more must-see TV. They need even more stranger things, more things that say, like, you cannot live an entertainment pop culture lifestyle without being able to view this. I think they're
4: trying to do it. It's just a matter of what catches on and what, like, you, you, again, Stranger Things was something they put out. People didn't know what to expect until everybody just started binging it. So you have someone to... Someone
2: knew what to expect. Well, I mean, so, somebody no, Netflix No, no, no. Said, I mean, I mean specifically like someone in the Collider family. Oh. I'll never forget Clark Wolf, I think, visited the set, and when uh, she got back, she said to me, you watch out for Stranger Things, and we're all like, yeah, okay. Like, we'll okay. hear you but who knows? <laughs> what she predicted just took off above and beyond anyone's expectations. But you get what I'm saying? Like, you have yeah. to have
4: those things that catch on, especially with these original properties. They did Bird Box. With mm. th- Nobody thought Bird Box they were doing all these billboards and the next thing you know they talk about it was breaking numbers for streaming you know they did what was the other one they just recently did they did another movie
3: like that that was breaking they've been breaking numbers oh, yeah, the, wasn't it the sandler one the yeah the adam murder mystery yeah the murder right? mystery one i mean so, people forget too like he was one of their first big deals yeah like, it was a movie movies, yep. and, like yeah.
2: Yeah, Adam Sandler's in there. I mean, they're also having a ton of success in the romantic comedy genre, which makes me very, very excited. But
4: Their own TV shows, too, like you said. Yeah,
2: we're going to see what happens come November when Disney Plus does officially launch. I'm just curious to see what the ShakeOut winds up being with how many people actually sign up for that. You know, If they release these numbers, how many people sign up for that and what happens to uh, Netflix viewership?
3: I think there's also, too, like a big question of their original programming that they're creating for that. It's great that they're going to have all this legacy stuff, but we know that stuff. We already like it for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to, a lot of it depends on how those Marvel shows are and how The Mandalorian fares, you know, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see.
2: We have one question here from the uh, live chat about this. Mike is asking, is this deal more of a loss for Disney Plus or HBO Max? <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> oh yeah, Would you that ever <laughs> have thought that there was a chance that they would have stuck with HBO? No. Yeah.
4: What they wanted to do was done. Yeah. That was it. They're done. You know, yeah. so it's like on the greener pastures. Now them staying at Disney, like I said earlier, the creative control element, that particularly can be a big thing cuz we talk about just franchises and legacy, so.
3: Well, one other thing to to note about their their HBO deal is, you know, that whole controversial Confederate show that they wanted to do and all uh, that yep. just that clearly by leaving HBO, now that show is definitely dead even though it was indefinitely postponed, it was Mm -hmm. dead. So when we talk about Benioff and Weiss getting full creative control, it's like, all right, but are you going to do? That show? Yeah, Yeah. or like other things in that vein where you're kind of, you know, cooler heads uh, on the creative side should have prevailed and been like, guys, that's not necessarily the best idea right now
2: just to have a little crystal ball fun here when they do get started over at netflix what's the first thing that you hope they actually make whether it be a tv show a new movie something that has a fantasy vibe like a game of thrones or something completely different
4: i want an action series out of them given the vibes of the action we saw with game of thrones i don't want the fantasy realm anymore give me something in a real life spectrum but Action all the way through it. Give me some shoot 'em ups, blast, you know, just explosions, everything. That's what I personally want.
3: I, I wouldn't mind like a cerebral kind of science fiction mm-hmm. show from them, or even like an anthology kind of thing. I mean, it. Uh, I'm not sure how much more life there is in Black Mirror, a show I love, but like, you know, when that's gone and Stranger Things is gone, there's going to be need to to be that that geeky must binge show that sort of hits all your geeky buttons but also maybe has something larger to to ponder we'll see
2: that's kind of where my mind went so uh, i will be rooting for that right along with nice. you all right guys before we move on to our movie past story as always we've got some more shows coming your way on collider video like jedi council check this out Hello!
4: How are you guys doing? I'm Christian Harloff. I'm the host of Collider Jedi Council. We talk about everything Star Wars. And If you want to catch our weekly show where we talk about the latest and greatest in Star Wars, it's movie news, it's canon, it's all of it. We take questions from you guys. How do you do it? Main channel, that's right, right here. Subscribe to this channel and you can listen, you can watch, you can do all of it, but if you want to just listen to it, you got the podcast feed too. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, you can listen to it in your car. Do all of it. It's Star Wars. Episode 9's coming out, and then after episode now you got TV shows, so we're going to be your sports center for Star Wars. Do it. Come on. Be real.
2: In addition to Jedi Council, I have to remind you again about our Brightburn Fan Art Contest. If you have artistic abilities, or maybe if you don't, our Artists and uh, art is in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Go on over to Collider.com and check out the post that gives all the details because what's going to happen is you send in your artwork and then on an upcoming episode of Comic Book Shopping with Koi, the star of Brightburn, Jackson A. Dunn, is actually going to pick a winner right there on Comic Book Shopping. So make sure you enter ASAP, all the details on Collider.com. All right. Story number two, guys. I have been eager to talk about this all day. A big read, so bear with me right here. Business Insider just unveiled a report on MoviePass that took four months of research. Big thanks to SlashFilm for these highlights, which are alarming to say the least. So the first major issue they describe in the piece is the changing of passwords. SlashFilm wrote... Were you a frequent movie pass user who suddenly found yourself unable to log into the service? Mitch Lowe knew you were costing the company tons of money, but instead of figuring out some other way to offset costs or, you know, doing some actual math before dropping the price to an unsustainable $9.99 per month in the first place, he targeted some heavy users and changed their passwords without their knowledge. Oh boy. On top of that, the company ran out of money in July of 2018 and had to borrow $5 million in cash to keep it afloat. This is what happened. The temporary loss of cash led low to make Mission Impossible Fallout, among the most anticipated releases of the year, Unavailable on MoviePass. He also ordered that half of subscribers be completely frozen out of the weekend of release. Former employees said complaints once again appeared online, leading MoviePass to send mm. out a tweet saying it was working on a fix towards this technical issue. One more for you. Perlo's orders. Big blockbusters would no longer be available on the app. MoviePass also enforced what it called a tripwire, an automatic shutdown mechanism for all users <laughs> that would be activated if MoviePass went That's past 25. a certain amount of balance. If MoviePass <laughs> ever ran out, uh, subscribers would see the following message on the app: "There are no more screenings at this theater today." I've got no toss question for you guys. Your first reactions to this? Somebody go for going it. to
3: jail. <laughs> (laughs) I'm sorry, but MoviePass is now that degenerate gambler that none of the sharks will loan money to. You know, they're going to end up in the trunk of a car, I think, at this point. The fact is still a thing, though. Yeah. like It's it's still still a thing.
4: It hasn't just said, you know what, look, we're going to cut our losses. We're done. Well, you know, your losses, too. (laughs) Yeah, And just shut down. The fact that it keeps trying to figure out, hey, if we stay afloat doing this, if we borrow this amount of money, we keep charging subscribers this, we block out a certain amount. Just end it. Just I don't know I why anyone way,
2: would
3: want to work there now. You know?
4: Well, I don't know
2: about anymore. but, um, the way that slash film described their current situation is, uh, a compliance counsel at the U S department of justice told business insider that movie behavior is certainly unethical and could be illegal. So they're basically saying that even though technically the, uh, movie pass company is still operational, their days are basically numbered. And, I I don't understand who would work over there. I don't understand at this point who would sign up anymore because I don't fault anyone who signed up initially. You have a great deal out there, whether it's too good to be true or not. Yeah, go and take advantage of it. If they're dumb enough to do something like this, I hope a lot of people saw movies they might not have seen before because they had this opportunity. But, wow, to set something up, because (laughs) we were saying it all along, this is an unsustainable idea, and sure enough, the inevitable happen, mm-hmm. they're even it's more screwed than they ever been before. nuclear trigger
3: thing is the thing that got me. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, they're like, just send out the flares, you know. Hit tell wire us, tell them it. there's no more movies left. The just The changing do of
2: passwords is like yeah. the dirtiest thing to me, yeah. because how many times have you guys needed to call up customer service or something because you just forgot any random password? And every single time my password is wrong on something, <laughs> when I type it in, I just assume it's my fault. I assume I did something wrong. So there's so many people that this, this maneuver totally got this has
3: me so worried about my credit cards right now it's just so bad to hear that like they there are no more screenings
4: just say hey we're my bad like how do you (laughs) go servers down servers (laughs) down like just don't say it's a technical issue we're working on fixing no you're not
2: well one way or the other the lies across the board are just awful but bringing up credit cards another bit of this piece was Problems were happening earlier on than even later in the game when Mission Impossible was in theaters because right when they changed the price, too many people signed up. More people than not only they at MoviePass could handle, (laughs) but the company that they had hired to actually produce its credit cards. Because remember the outcry with people who signed up and never got – apparently that credit card maker company, whatever it's called, ran out of plastic in order to create (laughs) the cards. (laughs) Like, In I this day and age,
3: how, how does one run out, out, of out of plastic? There's plastic everywhere. Yo, like recycling, who? you can't really. You run out of plastic.
2: I've got absolutely who, nothing who on this. Who thought this was
3: a great idea? First of all, it, at the beginning of the Well. I have a confession: I never had MoviePass. I, didn't, and I totally did I. do not regret. I never had signing it. up for that sucker I, scam. There I we tried
4: go. to sign up for it, and when I tried, it kept giving me errors on the computer. So after the third time, I was I like, "This." Sign. It was like this is a sign that I don't need to do this. But like, <laughs> at what point? Does look, it was nine ninety nine to see a movie a day. How does that sound like it's gonna be feasible? When the average price of a ticket or a regular screening is like $15, 16 dollars? Like how does that work? It doesn't. Who thought like, yeah, we're gonna make money? How?
2: I think they, they might have thought that initially the money would come from building up their subscriber base and then selling that to data companies. So I don't really know whatever happened with that initiative, but clearly it didn't pay off. <laughs> now that, you know, the end is nigh for MoviePass and it's really probably going to go away very soon. Do you think that this will have a ripple effect on the industry in any respect or will MoviePass wind up being a blip on the radar in the end?
4: MoviePass will be a fire festival. It'll be a yeah. documentary done about that, but I don't I think it'll. I want that documentary. Yeah. I want that documentary, but I don't think it'll be like a, like it's every other subscription service point. that we have yeah. now are being straightforward with you. Yeah. Netflix told you, look, we we raising up, and they prices. had money
3: to start, and they had money to start. <laughs> yeah, you know, who Disney
4: Plus is going to start out at twelve ninety nine, and they're going to eventually let you know if you want all these extras or whatever, you're going to have to pay more. You'll know about it. Movie Pass was just like, let's not tell anybody anything, and see how we can you know circumnavigate. <laughs>
3: what them. if what if Disney Plus starts jacking prices up with each new Marvel phase. <laughs> you
2: know, oh, don't This is me, your I, phase
3: four price plan. You laugh you about it a little but, uh, <laughs> uh,
4: I couldn't want to think. Yo, the phase five pricing. This out is of- my
3: Clark Wolf-esque prediction. Oh, for- <laughs> no. Oh, no. I don't like
2: negative predictions like that. But I we kind of don't know what I'm the a bottle, landscape half is gonna kind of be here, <laughs> with a great shirts so you still get away with it but who knows what's gonna happen in like five years from mm-hmm. now when it's not just netflix hulu disney plus you name it whatever uh, whatever bundle packages are out there but it's subscription services for everything for yeah. i mean even someone in the chat right now is asking steve calderon should all movie pass subscribers switch to something like A list
3: I suppose or, I, I don't. I don't know what their current well, their thing is. Three is. movies a
4: week. So if you're not going, if you're not going to see more than three movies a week, then yeah, you can do that. But you were prom, <laughs> you promised I could see a movie a day mm-hmm. for the month. Three movies a week. I mean, some people should be able to cut back.
2: I think that nine ninety five was for Movie Passes Unlimited plan. <laughs>
3: which makes That's it what even, you fail. which There's makes be it even so many class action lawsuits you know? <laughs> the, oh, only,
2: the only way I can wrap my brain around the future of subscription models everywhere is just like I, I'm actually gonna have to start to penny pinch in a sense really figure yeah. out how mm-hmm. much I'm spending and how much I'm watching otherwise things have to or go or you just
4: have to get a nice group of friends a nice network oh. where you just have Netflix I have Disney Plus, you have HBO Max, and we all rotate the passwords. Mm, so this way, everybody, you know, we may pull in, but like, yo, that's the best thing to do at this rate.
2: Another fear I have is that the companies will wind up catching on to that sooner rather than later. Yeah. And eventually, there's, yeah. they're going to figure out some Trap sort of mechanism IP to stop yeah. well, that from happening. Well, Netflix has kind
4: of slowed that down. Like, you can only have it on a certain amount, as well as the WWE Network. If you put it on more than three, account- three devices, it will stop it. All together, So, I, yeah, they'll catch on. But I think that's going to be people's best bet for the time yeah. being. With all these services, you're just going to have to share with your buddies. Look, I've been on an HBO Go and HBO Now password from a friend for eight months. Bless your heart.
3: <laughs> I, I would also say, like, um, when you go to fan conventions like Comic-Con and stuff, a lot of these kind of um, – services will give you a card for like a year subscription mm-hmm. like epics did that and then uh, the dc universe stuff so if you want to just try something for basically free or reduced price for a while and see if you like it you can try that uh and then just keep going back to conventions mm-hmm. and getting those cards oh. and maybe you never have to pay oh, i don't know
2: God. oh yeah I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm so
3: bringing all you. the bad <laughs> advice today in this I, episode. It looks so it's, bad. It's just,
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know, because on the one hand, yes, I don't want to keep giving all of my money to all of these services. But, you know, it's it's also people creating art. And some, sometimes when I use somebody else's password, I mean, it's it's a step away from piracy and in a sense. Is it? I don't know. You're not, I, you're,
4: no, no, you've got something legally. You literally have it legally. You're just sharing off someone else's account. It's not like you found a back doorway into the just, whole circle.
2: It just feels like eventually we're we're going to hit that point. Or at least if I kept going back to the same convention and kept using cards. And especially. But it, they're it's giving like,
3: that to you for free. It's more know? in my
2: head. If I, and this is just me being a sucker. If <laughs> I'm enjoying your product, I want to be able to support it the way it needs to be supported in of order course, for yeah. it to continue.
3: No, I, I understand that. I
2: get you still, but it's (laughs) going to continue.
4: Again, Netflix jumped up out of nowhere. And when they jumped up, it wasn't a small $1, $2. They jumped up 5 $6. Dollars. So, And if they're willing to do that now, they'll go up again. So guess what? If I got to pay about almost $25 total pretty soon for Netflix, I'm paying it with three other people. And guess what? I'm going to make sure I looked in my queue and like, what were you watching? What was I watching? What were you watching? And we all happy together. Yeah. Y'all playing. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and um,
2: just to wrap this up on a little bit of a positive note, I know the whole situation <laughs> with MoviePass is a bummer and we're constantly stressing about where we're going to watch something mm-hmm. and how many services we're going to get the beauty of the situation that we're in right now is there is so many opportunities to watch new content right now. We are we are just basically like drowning in new TV shows and new movies that we are deeming priority. So in a sense yes, bad business practice over at MoviePass but the fact that they made the subscription model so mainstream and encouraged people to maybe sign up for better ones mm-hmm. that means that someone with uh, AMC A list might be going out to yes, see Avengers Endgame and the biggest thing but hopefully they're also going to see Loose and The Farewell and smaller movies that they might not have seen if they had to pay for tickets individually. So there's a bright side to this. Very bright. All All right, right, let's go to some live chat questions. I really want to hit this one. Uh... Paolo Lazzaro is asking, regarding Honey Boy, thoughts on the chances it has for Oscars? Have either of you seen Honey Boy? Uh, I saw
3: the trailer. I oh, didn't okay. see the movie. I wasn't at Sundance.
2: So I saw it at Sundance, and it was one of my favorites at Sundance. And I don't necessarily think it's going to make enough noise to push it through to Oscar season. But if you have the opportunity to check it out, I highly recommend it. Does the trailer work for you guys?
4: I have a, Like I said, I, have, I didn't even know what film it
3: was. Just until this
4: moment. Shia
2: LaBeouf.
3: Yeah, and he's oh, great.
2: He's, he's great. and yeah, he, he, he basically
3: southern. wrote it, uh, and it's a semi, basically an autobiographical yeah. oh, tale. Okay. And Lucas Hedges plays like the version of him, mm-hmm. and the trailer and opens Noah with Jupe. like. Yeah, and he he looks like uh, uh, him when he was on, uh, what's the Even Stevens or whatever, he's got Mm -hmm. the hair and everything. And the trailer opens with like Lucas Hedges, basically in what's supposed to be a Transformers movie. (laughs) And then you see him just go off the rails. And Shia LaBeouf basically plays his own father, who was like a, a rodeo clown. Uh, felon or something oh, like wow. that. So yeah, it's it it actually looks surprisingly good. Like I you know, and I think Perry, I think Collider, maybe even you, are quoted in the trailer. There's uh, somebody I know. Probably knew was in that not show.
2: me because I didn't do the written review for it. Oh, that. okay. I don't know. I have to go now I have to go watch the trailer. I there thought I go. didn't have to because I saw the movie, but I'm curious now. <laughs> um, we have a very amusing question to end on right now from good old Louis E. De la Pena who's asking this is for fun. Which streaming service would you marry, date, and kill? I'm so happy you didn't use the F word. You are
4: petty <laughs> for this one, Lewis. Uh.
2: <laughs> the pressure is on. You gotta <laughs> get the right answers right now. <laughs> okay, do I want Marry and date.
4: Do I want to have the hashtag Marvel Shield come out if I say this? Because they're like, <gasps> Marvel... F- oh,
2: no. What no. are you? Gonna- I think I know where you're going I for. was
4: thinking about it, but no, I have to think about it as a whole. Marry Netflix... Date Disney Plus, kill Warner Max, and I'm sorry
3: because
4: I'm because I'm past my HBO, HBO Cinemax, all that. I'm not. I can move on from that. I like the original stuff that I get with Netflix. Disney Plus, they just have my
2: heart right now. It's crazy that we have to bundle them all together. It's like, can we even go for for individual ones now? Nope.
3: I would probably marry Netflix just because we've been together a long time, and, and like the hot new thing is—is is, you know is, we're hitting that seven-year itch, and it's like here comes Disney Plus with those just great proportions. <laughs> And, <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't know where that's going to go. And I don't want to lose my house. And so I then I would probably date them and I would uh, kill something menial like Crackle. Are they even oh, still around? I don't
2: know why. Yeah. I don't know if Crackle still, like, still. I was like, I was like,
3: maybe, it? maybe Hulu, just because if Disney owns them, you know, you, you, I don't want to date the two sisters. I just want to <laughs> date one of them. That's all I'm saying. It's a very weird metaphor, I but I want that. The, I forgot yeah. Crackle is a service. I'll
4: Kill Pluto. Pluto TV. I don't need that in my oh, life.
2: I think I have to agree with you guys on the marry and date thing. It just, <laughs> just seems like uh, Netflix is the more reliable thing that I'm more familiar with yeah. right now. And yeah. Disney Plus is a little bit of a risk until I see something over there Every that I really Friday do Every Friday brings love.
3: you flowers. You're like, what's this new thing? I don't know. Disney, it's going to be like, you know... Just- different colored lingerie but the same brand it's I don't know so <laughs> so really, this is really <laughs> <it's>, there's <laughs> dark. a sign that says watch your language keep it clean for kids and I feel like I'm walking right up we've, to the edge of that we've talked
2: around it pretty well this yeah. is okay I mean just
4: so mad the kill killer. is going to be like, all, like somebody will kill Amazon Prime like, eventually. Because the only thing... Like, well, they that's,
2: ha- that was the top on my kill list right now. It was,
3: I was like, I like the boys too much right I now. Well, <laughs> yeah. that, no, Every now and true. then they I, come up with that one thing that like saves... Well, I know.
2: really like the boys right now, but the thing that's making me hesitant to kill Amazon is Marvelous Miss Maisel. Mm. That's the one nice. that I would okay. be really upset to lose. But... I don't know. I mean, what did you want to see? To well, say I, before? I, I, got,
4: I got three movies that are on Amazon Prime that I'm in right now, so I don't want to kill
2: for that reason. I guess. I want... I want to I want to kill specifics within certain bundle packages, Fair. but I feel like I'm cheating by doing that at Fair. this point. I don't know where it would fit in the equation, but I want to give Shutter a shout out too because I couldn't, bear, I, I, like I would never dare kill Shutter. So I love horrible. it so much, yeah. but I also don't want to marry or date it necessarily. So I don't know what category you it in.
4: With, You want to be polyamorous with? You I think this <laughs> <Like> is the
2: <laughs> one situation where you know maybe that'll be okay for me. You know, like
4: this polyamorous with Shutter, like you know we gonna see other people, but we come back together and do our thing. I
2: got you. All right. Mo- mostly, <laughs> mostly love for the streaming services right now across the board. So that's where we're ending this episode of Movie Talk. Jay, thank you for being thank here. Jim, Thanks so much for coming thank in. Thank you for having me on. I This can't I be the one it. and only time. You have to come back thank to visit us so soon. Much. Adam in the booth. Dorian in the live chat. Thank you guys so much for your hard work. To everybody out there, it's Thursday. You know That means there's one more Movie Talk left this week. Tomorrow, Friday, fun day. So like and share this episode. Tune in tomorrow 3 p.m. PT Live for a brand new one.